Hello everyone, I'm Justin Barnes, your host, and welcome to Branching Out. Now this is a show where we talk about how to become the best version of yourself and how to live this one life we have, this one beautiful life we have to the fullest. We will share tips, techniques, and stories to challenge our way of thinking and help us get to that next level. Today we have another great show, as always, man. If um, if you didn't catch any of my previous shows, man, you can hear, this, hear that on Anchor. And that's at anchor.fm forward slash Justin dash Barnes. Again, that's anchor.f as in Frank, M as in Mary, forward slash Justin dash Barnes. Or just searching my branching out hosted by Justin Barnes on Anchor. And then you can stay up to date on everything I'm doing on my Facebook page, which is facebook.com forward slash why not me life. Again, that's facebook.com forward slash why not me life. And guys, like I said, I got a great Great episode today. We're talking about something that has, you know, that that affects many, that have affected me in my life. Um, and that subject today is depression. Yes, we will be covering depression, just digging deep into it, because I think we just need a just something that we need to address, you know, something that needs to be talked about. I mean, we can talk about it as many times as possible, and it still will still need to be addressed over and over and over again, because it's so it's affecting so many people. And it's not all in people's heads, right? It's not just there. I think it's more of something like an illness, right? It's, it's affecting people to the point where they can't live their lives. They don't want to go do anything. You know, they think they're worthless. I, I, I was there. I've been there. I know exactly how it feels. So I want to talk about that, man. I want to get right into depression. But as always, let me get started with a quote. I got a couple, man. I found a couple quotes that I really, really, really like. So I'm going to start with there. The first one is, a pearl is a beautiful thing that is produced by an injured life. It is the tear that results from the injury of the oyster. The treasure of our being in this world is also produced by an injured life. If we had not been wounded, if we had not been injured, then we would not produce the pearl. See, I love that. That's by Stephen Hollier. And that's, that's a great quote. Now, the second one is, happiness is an inside job. Don't assign anyone else that much more power over your life. And that's by Mandy Hill. And the last one is by a guy I used to watch when I didn't go to church in my room, uh, Joel Osteen. Um, just a great guy that I like. He kind of helped me in those dexterous times as well. Um, and his quote is, I believe if you keep your faith, you keep your trust, you keep the right attitude. If you're grateful, you will see God open up new doors. And I love all three of those quotes. All of them have some truth to it. You know, happiness been an inside job. You know, keeping your faith, keeping your trust. You know, having a spiritual connection with God or a spiritual connection, you know, above yourself. Something you believe in, something more than just yourself can give you that kind of peace of mind, can help you through this, you know, this this tough teacher that we call life. You know, that's that's the biggest teacher in life, the toughest teacher in life. Uh is life so but let's get into it man and and it's one of the things that i ain't and i ain't talked about i like being open communication being key to me in my life uh now up to now you know i'm 31 years old and communication has really helped me kind of 
branch out, kind of opened up new doors in my life and, and, and tapped into a new confidence. So I know that's where it starts, but kind of looking at it like by telling a depressed person to get motivated is like telling a rock to dance, right? You'll get the same results, right? Because when you depress, I mean, you really, you are really down on yourself. When I was depressed, no matter how many people I knew that loved me, uh, how many great things I ain't done in my life and up to that point, oh, I know there's people out there suffering worse than I can. I need to be grateful. It really didn't matter because in, within myself, I didn't, I didn't care. You know, I, I just wanted to be alone. Uh, it was painful. It, it puts you in a loop of just thinking just horrible thoughts about yourself, about society, and you in an endless loop. And what made it worse is that I didn't want to communicate with people. You know, I just wanted to isolate myself. You know, I wanted to stay away from social events. I didn't want to do things I liked, I enjoyed doing anymore, um, and all those things. So it was just, once again, it was in the loop. So instead of things that could have helped, because communication helps, you know, being around people helps, talking to others help. Um, I didn't want to do those things. And that's what depression does. It kind of makes you isolate yourself. It makes you... Just be alone. And that makes it worse because now all you're thinking about is just how bad you are and how bad life is and where do you fit in? What is my career? I'm too old. Why haven't I done anything with my life yet? I mean, I suck at this. I suck at that. You know, it's just so much stuff. And you have so many emotions going on at one time. It's, it, it really is like one of the worst feelings. And I just can imagine what people that have extreme depression goes through because I know it's different levels of depression. And I had depression and it just the, the level that I was at, it was extremely painful. And a lot of my family and friends, you know, a lot of people don't even know that. And unless they listen to this show now, it'll be the first time they heard it. But I was depressed because you can hide it. Right. I hid what I truly was feeling until I was alone and isolated. Right. I, I just I thought I was the only one feeling this way. I didn't know. I didn't know how to ask for help. You know, I didn't know what I was feeling most of the majority of the time. I didn't know what resources was available to me to get out of that funk that I was in. I didn't know. So when you're depressed, sometimes you're just stuck because you don't know what to do. You don't know what your next steps are. You don't know what the resources are. And sometimes you don't care what the resources are. You may know, but you just don't care. You don't want to do it. You don't feel like doing it. And that's what it does. So it's not. And with the, like I said, telling the uh, uh, depressed person to get motivated is is it. It kind of doesn't help. You need more than that, right? You need to kind of be there for them, especially if you're a family or a friend, you know, if you're noticing it. Because sometimes you don't see. They won't show. Because I know I didn't show. When I went around my family and friends, I smiled. I laughed. I played. I was a normal person. You would have never known what I was battling on the inside, you know, what I was battling inside my head, you know, inside of my heart. You wouldn't have never known because I didn't show it. But if there are signs, you definitely have to reach out to that person. I, I, I make it a goal anyway if I meet someone. I don't care if I know what's going on with them or not. I make it a goal of mine to try to make someone smile, make them laugh, you know, by stuff that I do silly, uh, asking them about their day, you know, things of that nature because you just don't know what's going on in people's lives nowadays. Um, and it's not like depressed people don't want to get motivated. You no, know, it, it ain't like, oh, well, I don't want to do it. It's it, it just because getting motivated is an overwhelming task when you're depressed. Is motivation impossible? Definitely not. It's, it's not impossible. You just have to find a process that works for you, and it's different for everybody. Like I said, with me, I think, and I think this kind of can relate to anybody that's going through it. Or it, it can be a step in that process. 
is communication. Communication is key. Being able to find someone you can talk to, someone that you can just uh, have just listen to you, right? Someone that you know you can go do and just socializing, right? And I get to all that later. Um, now, there's a saying. The journey of a thousand miles began with a single step. But many depressed people can't get out of bed, much less take a thousand mile journey. Now, that's a difficult thing to do. It's a difficult task. Now, and this is a thing that I, I agree with. I don't agree with. I think it just depends on the situation, depending on how you know depressed you are. And I know people thinking like, well, how depressed do I? How would I know what level of depression I am? Because all depression hurts. It don't feel good. And I think you still should just talk to your doctor, talk to a therapist, have a bunch of things. So for many sufferers, so for many people that are suffering from depression, medication is a step. It is a step in that. I think you should definitely look into it. I'm not a big medication type person, but I definitely don't want to knock it out because there are some good you know, medication out there. But I don't think that should be the only thing that you should rely on, right? Because I definitely don't want to abuse the medication. You definitely want to watch out for the side effects of a medication. But it definitely should be a step, something that should be considered. You shouldn't knock it out and say, I shouldn't do it. Because if it can make you feel an inch, or, you know, make you feel better uh, about yourself, about life, you definitely should pursue it and see what options are out there. Now, those who, you know, I know there's a lot of people that scuff at the idea of medication. I, I mean, I do. Like I said, there's a lot of things that I don't, don't believe in. But I like to keep my options open. I like to listen to it. You know, I keep my, my options open. I like listening to different type of things that can assist me and make me better so I can be uh, a better father, a better husband, just a better person in society in general. Um, but, but like I said, for those people that are suffering from some type of depression, life is, life is a dark place full of pain, hopelessness, and insecurity. Sometimes the blame can be placed on, you know, like the, the brain chemistry. And, you know, with me being my master's and going mental health counselor is something I've been looking at a lot. You know, going to Alcoholic Anonymous and then other type of places, just talking to people. You, you can see it, you know, the, 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 the neurotransmitters in people's brains, right? Those things that's firing off up there, they just don't work right. And, you know, brain chemicals such as serotonin and dopamine that, you know, those feel good chemicals in our head that make us just feel good often don't go where they're supposed to go. You know, medications deal with chemical imbalances. I, I can't say that. I do agree with that. But like I said, once again, make sure I want to make sure I have this disclaimer in there. Just make sure you keep all your options open, you know, search, get different opinions from multiple doctors. Uh, before you jump into it, understand what medication, what you're putting in your body. I think that's the most important thing that I want to say about that. You know, find the right one. And you may feel more like, a, you know, more like your old self or a better version of yourself. Uh, because you feel better, getting motivated becomes a little easier when you can add medication. And now, like I said, don't just rely on medication on its own to fix it, right? You know, coupling it with like a good therapist, you know, it goes hand in hand with medication, one without the other is kind of like a half solution, right? You know, not having multiple things on top of it. Not just a good therapist and medication, but a lot of things. Um, just mix it in. Just not relying on one of those things just kind of mm -hmm. fix or make you 100% better about your depression. You need multiple things to kind of tackle that problem that you're having. Uh, by talking to a trained professional, you know, you'll feel better because you're talking to someone who knows how to listen. And that's a great thing about a therapist. Finding a good one now. You, and you got to make sure it, it goes 
you know, on both sides. There's a therapist that you feel comfortable disclosing things to, that you feel comfortable around. If it doesn't work out, remember, just continue to try different options, try different therapists, mm -hmm. see what works for you. And and then you just when you find someone that you you, you meet, because I know you you go out there. That's just life. When there's people, yes, it's going to be, you know, good apples and bad apples and every profession. So yeah, there are not a lot of great therapists out there, but there are some wonderful therapists out there that really care about you. You just have to see what who works for you, right? You got to make sure that you feel comfortable around them. That's the biggest thing. Now, another thing is a good friend. You know, find good friends that listen, right? But as a good friend, you know, they don't forego a therapist for a friend. Right. But they they are good. I mean, I still recommend just having someone that you can share with, you know, well-meaning friends are great and they're great listeners, but depending on who they are. But they may also tell you, you know, just get over it or pull yourself up, you know, pull yourself together, you know, stop with all this. It's all in your head. You know, this is this is results in a vicious cycle because now. You, you know, you have someone that's telling you, you know, what you're thinking is just all in your head. You just need to stop and clean it up. And it's just not that simple. Right. You may now go into that path of feeling more worthless. You may feel stupid because you're finding it hard to brush your teeth, much less pull yourself up or pull yourself together. Now, this leads to a deepening depression, which leads to more helpful remarks, which leads to even more depression. Unfortunately, the thick, ugly scars of depression aren't outwardly visible and when your wounds are aren't visible sympathy from your friends is hard to come by right they just don't know what's going on so they say what they feel that can help you especially if they know you for a long time right they don't see these inner scars that real pain that you feel they don't feel it no matter how descriptive that you may get with you telling them about the things that you're struggling with right they may not get all those signs that's why i think a good therapist and maybe coupling that with medication and a few other things really can start getting you going into the right directions. Now, as I stated, you know, I went to Alcoholics Anonymous and there's a method used in Alcoholics Anonymous that works for some. And that's acting as if something were already true. For example, you know, every morning when you wake up, pop up with as much vigor as you can muster, as you as you possibly can do. Don't give your signs to dwell. Don't sit there and just soak in it. Get dressed immediately. It can be for the gym or dog walking or some other form of exercise or movement. Or get dressed to go to the mall, the bookstore, or the theater, whatever it is. Just get yourself going. Just get dressed. Do your hair. Groom yourself attractively. And do it quickly. Don't give yourself time to talk yourself out of it because it will happen in a heartbeat, especially in your habit of doing it. It don't take long. It almost becomes second nature of telling yourself, I don't want to do it. Just do it without thinking. Now, just act as if you feel great already and you know for a fact that you're leaving the house and will have a good time. At the very least, get dressed and look decent can go a long way toward just giving, you know, giving yourself a mental boost. It may even give you enough motivation actually to go to the gym and exercise, which is a great for alleviating depression. Because when you work out, you know, it's not only for the physical benefit, but it's a mental benefit. You know, it, it gives you gives you all that stress. You feel good in that moment because you're working all that steam off. You you occupying your time. So you don't have a lot of time to think when you're sitting up there working out, going for a long walk or a long run or you're doing some type of, you know, strenuous or now, it had to be strenuous workout, but just some type of workout that just can take your mind off stuff, right? 
And you're going to see that's kind of what I'm going to go through as we talk about this because we want to get down to how we can help people, right? We want to see how we just can start pushing people towards, you know, finding a solution for the, their depression and make them just feel good about their life and good about living, right? And, it's a, and you're going to see that there's a trend in just filling up this empty space where you don't give yourself time just to sit there and dwell and think about how, you know, you know, bad things, negative thoughts all the time. Now, if you're not at the gym phase yet, however, you can walk a dog if you have one. You can walk your cat, man. I ain't seen people walking their cats before. <laughs> uh, I, I, so you can walk your cat if, if your cat is that type of pet, right? Or go into your yard and pull weeds for 20 minutes if you, if you do that, man. I know that, that, that probably don't sound enlightening, but just giving yourself, giving yourself something to do, right? This gives you the added benefit of sunshine. If it's shining there, it is around. It's wintertime, so I don't know what you can do in the wintertime. You'll shovel snow if you up up north, if you're down south in Florida like I am, or somewhere in the south, you still can go pull, pull weeds or something, go wreck the yard, mow the yard, or something like that. Um, and and according to research, man, 20 minutes outside, you know, 60 minutes, I, I'll go ahead and say 60 minutes of outside activity is really good for you. And it would lift your mood, right? It would lift your mood. If it's winter, stay inside. No, I'm just kidding. I just, I, I'm not good with the cold, man. Up north and, and snow, I, I don't do well. But if you are up north and you're in winter, go enjoy. Put on a snow coat. If it's snowing out there, go snow a snowball. Go build a snowman. Go back into your, like, your childhood. If you are a child or a teenager, because depression, you know, don't discriminate. It goes after everybody, right? So if anything, just find a way to occupy your time. Go do things that you love doing, that you know you love doing. And don't allow yourself to talk yourself out of it, right? Now, if you even if you can't find the motivation to do anything, don't berate yourself for it. No, don't beat yourself up. You up and ready for the day, aren't you? Right? That's just simple. I'm just giving just simple examples. Right. I'm not trying to bash anybody and tell them that these are just this is easy. It's man it's <laughs> it's easier said than done. Right. It's one of those things. It's easier said than done. But these things still can help. Right. It still can help if you can just find a solution for yourself. Right. Find somewhere to occupy that space that you're given that downtime, because that's when it really can get really bad when you have time just to sit there and just dwell on it. So allow yourself to do something. Go paint, draw. Get into some type of hobby. Like I said, go to the mall, right? Do only what you can do and let go of these major expectations because expectations can kill you in assuming because we'll never live up to our expectations or what we think other expectations are for us, right? We got to start living in the moment, any time, any moment, right? And it's, that's another thing that's easier said than done because we're going to think about the past. I ain't going to never tell nobody, don't think about your past, I think if you change your perspective, which is another big thing, changing your perspective on things can help, right? If you change the way that you're, you know, you say, man, I got value from what I went through in my past, no matter what it is, that's a long way by changing your perspective. And another thing, you know, that can change your perspective, like if you brush your teeth, that's a positive. <laughs> Don't be hard on yourself or getting... Or getting motivated to do anything becomes another chore to be avoided. Depression whispers bad things in your ear about your capabilities. You know, we hear things like, you can't do anything right. Look at the mess you made in your life. Why aren't you farther along in your career? Why don't you have a career at your age? By consciously replacing the words, you know, in your mind with positive words, we'll be able to change our way of thinking. The brain is able to create neural pathways, right? 
That's new ways of thinking. Just creating new ways, but you have to work on it. Change your way of thinking takes time. It'll be over a period of time to do that. And creating a, a new neural pathways is created when you just continue to change your way of thoughts. But you have to start implementing new positive thoughts. Don't be sitting up there consciously, you know, you know, beating yourself up, beating yourself down. Use positive thoughts about yourself to create those new neural pathways. Over time, the old, bad, unused way of thinking, way of thinking will wither, die, and fall off. Much like the branches on an old tree. That's why I love, you know, the branching out idea. You know, like an old tree, the limbs fall off, whatever, new ones grow. That's all about branching out. Just learning new ways to live, new ways to just love yourself, new ways to get involved in life. Understanding that you, you know, failing is part of it. You know, failing is part of life. That's how you grow. Going through hardship is part of life. That's how you grow. That's how you get to that next level, knowing that you are here still today. Even everything that you went through in your past, you're still here today. And if you change your perspective and say, well, I just didn't, I didn't fail at those things. I learned. Now I'm in a better situation, no matter how difficult it was. No matter if you were fired from your job, you did something you didn't supposed to do, forgive yourself, move on and say, man, I learned from it. Now I can move forward with my life. I'm, I'm appreciative that I went through that journey that I went through, but my life is not over. I still have this moment where I can create a new pathway for myself. So just start creating just new ways, positive thoughts about yourself, right? And then those old, bad, unused way of thinking would just fall off. Now, with some determination to stay on the positive path, you can create a new new way of thinking, which, which is filled with hope, giving you more motivation to keep stepping forward. It, it just becomes a habit. You create a habit. Now, the same premise applies to, to like self-talk in the mirror. I talk to myself in the mirror all the time. I talk to myself, not even in the mirror. I mean, I just, I do it. It helps me. It helps me gather my thoughts. I think all day, every day. Um, so whenever you see yourself in the mirror, say something positive about yourself. I do. I tell myself, boy, you so handsome. Look at that boy right there. He's going to kill it today. Let's go make some people smile. Now, that's just an example for me. <laughs> right? I don't know what you do in the mirror, but that's what I do. I go tell myself that, man. Look at that boy right there. Shoot. He's going to do some positive things in life today. So and another thing uh, I, that I have seen with working in, uh, with clients or things like that, some people carry flashcards to remind themselves of their good traits when they're feeling particularly down. This is a behavior psychology method to get you to replace bad thoughts with good ones. Before long, you are reminded of all the wonderful things that you have to offer. And you are motivated enough to take another step in the healing process toward joining the world. Now, this is the biggest thing that I believe outside, you know, of, you know, just changing your perspective. You know, getting medication, finding the right medication for you or finding the right counselor. I think another thing that you can do on your own, right, coupled with all those things is socialization. I have always said this and I believe this and I have done this in my own life that I have noticed we are social beings. We are not meant to isolate ourselves. That is the worst thing you possibly do, especially when you're feeling down on yourself. I know it's kind of hard to get yourself out of bed, to get yourself going. You're telling yourself all these type of things. It's very difficult. But if you just can find some type of energy just to go do it, regardless of how you feel, because it ain't going to be a feeling that you feel to make you go do it. You're just going to have to make, your for mm -hmm. make yourself do it. And socialization is very, very important. To making a standing appointment to have, you know, you can you can just have a friend or a family member pick you up to go out. 
This way, you're held accountable to, you know, someone else. They, they're helping you. you know, make sure you ask for help. There's nothing wrong with that. If there are no friends or family members available, don't use that as an excuse. Don't let that just stop you from going out to socialize. You know, go to the bookstore and people watch. I know that sounds creepy, <laughs> but you can do that. Just watch what people do. Go to, go to the bookstore, Books a Million, if you have one, um, some type of coffee shop. And, and, and just and that's, that's better than just sitting home alone, right? And just filling yourself up with television or Facebook or whatever. Go out and just engage yourself. You never know. You will make a new friend that way. I promise you. And it's certainly motivating when you go out and you can see what other people are doing. You take your your thoughts off of what's going on in your life. You know, and and the biggest thing with socialization is just learning just how to socialize. I'm socially awkward a lot, man. I have to tell you that. I am awkward, but I accept that now. It used to bother me, but I ain't learned that it, no matter what I do, if I'm conscious of it or unconscious of it, man, I'm awkward. In a lot of social um, situations, like ending conversations, starting conversations, I'm awkward, but it's okay. I, I come home, I tell my wife, I laugh at it, or if I have a, uh, a friend or my mom, I tell them what I did and we laugh at it. That's what I do, you know, because there's nothing wrong with it. At the end of the day, you know, we, we what makes it awkward that you are talking to a different human being that come from a different background, that believe different things than you believe. So it can be awkward when you're talking to someone you don't know what to say, but that's okay. Just start it up and laugh at yourself. I do it all the time. And give yourself credit for progress made, even if it seems tiny, because I'm telling you, small goals can lead to achieving big goals. But you have to learn how to stop putting so much on your shoulder by saying you're going to accomplish this huge goal. Start by small steps. Do what you can handle and nothing more. Are there seven loads of laundry to fold? Tell yourself you'll fold laundry for five minutes. Then just do it. You'll be surprised by how accomplishing one thing you said you were going to do can boost your spirits and motivate you. Now, by the same token, don't set yourself up to fail by telling yourself you're going to do something you know you can't do. Because when you do fail, your motivation move uh, move forward. You know, you moving forward just stops. Now you, you, you're starting to just make yourself feel horrible again. No, try doing only one thing at a time, a little bit at a time, five minutes here, 10 minutes there. Each success makes it easier to stay motivated for the next step in your journey to feeling good about yourself. Now, many people struggle with depression. Many people. I'm telling you the stats and the numbers. I don't have them right now, but it is outrageous, especially nowadays with social media and everything that's going on in the world. I'm telling you, uh, many people struggle with depression. So you're not alone. That's another thing to think about. And like I said, when you're depressed, you don't care about that, right? Because you're the one in pain. You're the one that's hurting. So take that first step. Find out what works for you. And the motivation to continue to, you know, to move forward will come. It's not easy, but it's not impossible either. Learning. How to couple all those things that I just mentioned there, you know, and later on in this in this program after we go on our first music or our only music break, um, I'm going to give some more little tips to kind of help with that. But just coupling like medication, a good therapist, socializing, getting into joining some type of group, getting out in the community, feeling the biggest thing if you can look at everything that I'm talking about is just filling that void, right? Not allowing yourself to be alone, not allowing yourself to be to yourself because that's the worst thing you can do. That's all I want to do. That's kind of what that depression makes you feel like is just to be alone, 
don't say nothing to nobody because you feel like you'll be judged, especially if, you, if you're an older adult, because you may feel like you're complaining, want nobody to understand, they're going to judge you, all those different things. And then you just may feel confused, right? I don't know where to start. I don't know where to go. I don't know how to do this. I'm useless. Oh, my God. I'm, I'm too old. Why haven't I done anything with my life? Oh, I failed so many times. Have I just wasted my life? You just go down that rabbit hole and, then, and you never get out of it. And what that does is it starts to isolate you. You stop doing things that you usually would enjoy because you think you don't have time. Or you just don't feel like doing it. You you know, all that stuff. You get tired of it. And all those things that I mentioned so far of just like I said, you know, finding a good doctor that you can talk to. Finding having a good friend that you just can help you. Family friend that can help you get out of the house and hold you accountable to go do things, right, that you can talk to. You know, finding a good therapist joining groups, all those things, telling yourself, like I said, having those flashcards that you carry around with you just by positive words on your phone. You know, there's apps on these darn phones that can do amazing things. You can put notes in the phone that can remind you that pop up every hour telling you, I am amazing. I will accomplish great things. That's okay. Just breathe. Life will get better. You know, all those things. So it ain't just one thing that can move you out of this depression state because, like I said, it's not just all in your head. Like, it ain't just something that can go away by you snapping your finger or clicking your heels together. No, it's going to take, what they say, a community. It's going to take a village. It's going to take multiple things helping you get past that level of depression that you're going through. I know because I struggle with it, and I'm going to share my story a little bit later, but I struggle with it so much, right? And that's what helps once again is communicating this is what i'm doing with my show been a motivational speaker been a life coach been a full-time father been a full-time husband been someone that loves life it's because of what i have went through in my past and being able to accept the things that i went through and not beat myself up so i'm not rich or anything like that but mentally spiritually you know having god on my side knowing that i was created for a purpose knowing that it's going to be ups and downs in life that helps me And now I want to help other people also realize their own greatness by understanding that their past, as I say all the time, is your strength, not your weakness. But you have to realize you have to change your perspective on it. That also that you have the key to unlock yourself from your own mind and body prison. But it starts with you, that capital Y-O-U. You have to start with yourself. You have to be willing to ask for help and not do this alone. Right. You're not alone. I love you to death. Even if I have met, if, even if I haven't met you, I still love you because you're a human being that goes through life. That I know it, that you're not exempt from all the things that will go through in life, the good and the bad, right? And even if I and I and if I know you and I haven't talked to you in a while, I still love you. I promise you, I don't judge you, anything like that. Uh, I love you. I want you to live life. This one life we have that we don't know. I live life like I know I'm gonna die tomorrow because I know I could. Die any moment. So I'll try to live that with a smile on my face now. I make it that simple. That, But that what works for me. I know that won't work for everybody, but I know what will is communicating. Let us talk about it. Let us push ourselves to the next level. And how we're going to do that is starting to break down these walls and barriers of everything that's out there. Because there's so many people talking about how you books and, and videos on how you should live your life, how you shouldn't live your life, what to make this better and that better. But it all comes down to you and what you're starting to do on every moment moving forward in this moment. Right. It's nothing wrong with where you are in your life right now. It's nothing wrong. Understand that you're not broken 
right? You're just a person that went through life and it just, you know, it keeps coming. Life don't take, it don't stop, right? It's going to keep coming and we got it. We need help. It's going to take a village for all of us to get through it, right? To live this one enjoyable life that we have, right? Love it. Knowing that, you know, God blessed us, knowing that Jesus died on the cross for us and that we got a better place, you know, that we're going to. Once this life is over, that like this is not it. So continue to push forward, guys. Don't quit on yourself. Don't give up. Be the best that you can be. Understand that you can talk to people. Like I said, I'm always open. You can find me on Facebook. If you have my number, if you you have me on Messenger, hit me up. I promise you. I love talking to people. I love motivating people. We don't even have to talk about what's going on, you know, in your life. If you want to just call and say, man, your show is, you need to upgrade that thing. I mean, I do that. You know, whatever it is, you know, because with me, I'm raw, right? I don't, I don't like to, you know, I write out some of my stuff, but I like to, I remember, I'm an impromptu speaker. That's the way I approach it. As a motivational speaker, I'm impromptu. I like to do it right there in the moment because my heart calls me to do it, right? And that's the way because I know life don't give me a script. So I don't like to script anything that I do. Even with my Follow Sunday videos, we do it right there in the moment and it's unscripted. That's the way I approach it. And I don't let nobody stop me from pursuing the way that I want to pursue it. Now, I listen to people. I told you I'm always open for advice or uh, uh, people to come onto my show or whatever it may be. I love it. And I had a lot of people that gave me shout outs to say, man, I really needed that today. Thank you so much for speaking about what you, you know, you spoke about and all those things. And that's what that, you know, that's that what makes me feel good to know that someone out here got value, got value from this podcast. That's all I care about. Right. It's lifting the next person. That's what I'm passionate to do. This is my God given ability and I'm going to use it. Right. And I'm not worried about how much money I make. Or I know we got you still got to make a living. Right. But you got to be happy with what you are doing in life. If you're if you're mentally not in it, I'm telling you, you won't nothing last that long. I don't care what nobody say. And I ain't heard so many different things because I ain't work with so many different employers and stuff where they say you got to separate your personal life from your professional life. That is impossible. Go ahead and say that. But I ain't going to get into that. That's me going on a tangent. But I want I want you guys to just understand your depression, it is real. It's not all in your head, right? It is something deeper going on, but it's not impossible for you to get out of that, right? You need a village, and you start with those steps. Get a good doctor. See if there is a medication out there that you agree with that will help you. Get a good therapist. Have a good friend, family or friend that you can talk to. And get yourself social, socialize, you know, socialization is very important. Get yourself out. Don't let yourself on downtime. If I'm not busy, that's kind of when I get too much in my head. And when I have uh, just these 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 uh, outrageous emotions, all of them just kind of combining in once, that creates my depression for me. That creates a, a downside where I just start feeling horrible about myself and horrible about life. And I start telling myself these things that's untrue. And I know they're untrue. A lot of these fears and stuff that I have would never come true, but they're in my head, and I sit there and think about them. So I, to me, this is what I do. I attack my fears. I attack things that I, I'm, I'm scared of, like if I like public speaking. I remember when I was scared of public speaking, I went out there and done it. I was shaking to death. Heart was beating hard, but I went up there. You know what? When it was over with, it always, every time I attack one of those, this is what I tell myself after it. That wasn't as bad as I thought it was going to be. And that helped me in my confidence. And it just kept growing, kept growing, kept growing. I got further and further in life where I could believe in myself. 
and pushing myself. And I think that's what celebrities are trying to tell people. You have to push through that uncomfortableness. You don't have to go out there and do anything outrageous. You don't have to speak on stages like me. But you just have to challenge yourself to live your best life now. Live your best life now. So, guys, we're going to let that breathe, right? I want you guys to think about that. And we'll we'll come right back. You know, we're going to take our first music break, our only music break. And then I want to, you know, just share with you guys a couple more steps that you, you can use, right? Real steps that I, I think that can help you, right? So we'll be right back after this music break. Welcome back, guys, to Branching Out. I'm your host, Justin Barnes. And today we, we're discussing depression. You know, we already didn't cover a good bit of it on, you know, what depression is, you know, you know, how it affects people and just things that you can do. But we kind of we didn't really go into like steps on, you know, how you really can get over. I shared a few things what I thought about, you know, as far as like medication and getting you know, a good therapist and socialization. But now I want in this next part of it, you know, this next part of my podcast, I want to share some real steps that I think that can help you get further. So, you know, we talked about, you know, giving a, you know, just basically like giving your engine a jump. And it just becomes easier after a while. You know, once you get to that habit of understanding, you know, more about yourself. And that's all it is. It's self-discovery. It's personal development. That's all it is. Focusing on you and what you can do. And, and it becomes easier. But you, we got to learn how we can connect the jumper cables to you and continue that spark, right? You know, just really get you get your, your car jumped off. So we can, we can crank your motor and we can keep it going. And I think that's what this next part is going to be about. So let's just jump into it. You know, the first one, set the bar low, 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 low. Low, 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 low. I think that's um, flow rider or something. But yeah, set the bar low. When you're depressed, you're not functioning at your usual 70, you know, 90%. When you're just so joyful, you just want to do so many things and your thoughts are bouncing all over the place. Whether, rather, you, you know, you're sitting somewhere closer to like 20%, maybe even lower. Now, if you set the same expectations for yourself that you had when you weren't feeling depressed, which is sometimes just getting dressed, you're going to feel anxious and overwhelmed and probably won't do the task you expected from yourself. And thus, you know, you'll feel defeated and ashamed. Set small and specific goals. Seriously. You know, unload the dishwasher. Heck, unload three glasses. Take completed. You know, when a task, when that's completed, and you're still itching for more, like you still want to do more, you can always raise the bar if you're feeling particularly motivated. 
Take note that if you're feeling highly overwhelmed while tackling your goal, chances are it's too high. You need to you need to lower it to something more realistic and specific. You just have small, small goals, guys. Just really small goals. I promise you, when you get to the point where you're accomplishing these small goals, you know, you're building something. I call it that positive bubble, man. You're building up just seeing yourself accomplish something that you set yourself out to do. Set them small. Then you'll be able to accomplish these bigger tasks later on, these bigger goals later on. But start with the smaller tasks. Number two, practice self-compassion. All right? Self-criticism is depression's BFF. They are best friends. They love each other. Seriously. Self-criticism and depression go hand in hand. If you beat yourself up for being so unproductive and lazy, you're going to keep yourself feeling like crap and thus paralyzed. Try instead to use the same encouraging words you may use for a friend or a loved one towards yourself. That's the biggest thing I try to focus on. What would I tell a friend if they came to me the way that I feel? What would I say to them? And I know what I say, you know. So I use that on myself. Right? If you can't find the words, read more about self-compassion. You know, Google it. Google was my best friend. You know, I like to search stuff when I when I have an idea or or something that I'm curious about. I go I go find out right away. I go find something, watch a video, Google it, read a book, whatever. You know, try to find a way that you can practice self-compassion. Try to find a way that you can be more, you know, compassionate toward yourself, more positive thoughts, saying more positive things to yourself. You know, you ain't going to stop these things going through your brain when you have a negative thought or anything like that. So don't try to because that can lead to even more depression because you couldn't stop yourself from thinking something negative about yourself. So don't worry about that. Just let it flow through. And when you catch yourself doing it, replace it. Right. Replace it with something positive. If you say yourself, you know, if you say I'm lazy, you just say, no, I'm you, more of let that pass through and then just say, you know, I'm amazing. I have done, you know, I do great things. I am very productive. You know, I, you know, whatever it is, but try to replace it once you notice it. And that's the way that you can continue just to kind of practice self-compassion towards yourself. Number three, recruit support. Ask for help, man. Ask for help. Some of us just have trouble holding ourselves accountable at the best of times. I know I do. I have a lot of trouble with that, man. I whew, Why I make so many mistakes? It don't make no sense. And that used to beat me up. I didn't know what was going on. But I was a very curious individual. I still am. You know, so, and it's hard for me to hold myself accountable. That's why I got, you know, my beautiful wife and my handsome son. I got family and friends that I know will hold me accountable because they know what I'm capable of. So I don't hold that back. I got a, I got a big support system. And you should have someone. You know, ask for help. You know, with, a, with little motivational energy, it, it's, it's that much harder when you don't have the, the motivational energy to do something. It's hard to, to, like I said, just get out of bed, man. It's hard to do anything when you don't have that type of energy to do it. You know, confine to someone you trust and ask for their help. Ask a friend to hold you to your commitment, whatever it is. I'm going to go to the mall today. You're going to wake up. You, you probably said it that night because I know sometimes I'm so motivated at night and I wake up in the morning and I ain't made all these plans and stuff. And I'm like, I just don't feel like doing it. I don't feel like doing it no more. <laughs> and so if you have someone that holds you accountable, they'll make sure you get done at least half your list, man. That's why I'm telling you set small goals, small specific goals. Don't try to put too much on your plate. You know, ask your partner to accompany you to the mall or, you know, to a movie, to the park. At your home, play dominoes or cards or a board game or a video game or something like that. Just come find someone that you trust. 
You know, go to a support group. You know, counseling appointment. Get a massage, man. I'm all about that. My wife is a massage therapist. Get a massage. Go, go enjoy yourself. You know, live life. Find out what's ever in your town that you can do. That you've been there, whether you knew or you've been there for a long time, don't matter. Get out and about, but use somebody for support. Ask for their help. It will help you, I promise you. Number four, envision how you you will feel after the task. Getting in the shower, going for a walk, preparing a meal, or hanging out with a friend seems like a very, you know, big task. If you focus on the effort involved, you know. Uh, but people who are depressed generally have low just just self-esteem, you know, they have just no energy, no motivation at all, which means that they have low confidence in their ability to perform any task. So they, t- they, they tend, or we tend, I'm going to say we, because I was there and I, I still have those moments. We tend to feel overwhelmed and avoid such tasks. Lower expectations for yourself within a task and envision how you might feel after the task rather than during it. Like when I work out, I do not want to work out when I first think about it. Man, I don't. You know, when, but when I get in the habit and after I do it and I know how I feel, I know I'm going to feel great after every time I go for a long walk or after I work out. I know I am. I know I am. So try to try to envision how you'll feel after the test. That may help. That's just a step, right? It's just These are just tips. These ain't just a one-all uh, a shoe that fit everybody. You know, just kind of play with it. I just want to kind of help you think, right? Say this and see what you can think of as well. If you want to add something in there, do it. Right. Number five, make the, you know, make the goal to do it. Right. Just make the goal to do it. When you're feeling depressed, it's natural to lose interest in things that that used to make you happy. Comedy is no longer funny. Sports are no longer fun. Spending time with friends is no longer engaging. Anxiety, depression and self-loathing takes over, leading to feelings of detachment and defeat. So when you're doing something fun or active, do it with the goal to do it. Not not just to enjoy it, but just do it. And watch what happens when you get in the activity of just doing it. When I force myself to go do something, like I said, working out, uh, hanging out with my son, doing something, I don't feel like doing it. But when I make myself do it, I have more fun than I than I could envision. And my son does it a lot. I don't want to go to this park. I don't want to go to Disney World today. But he always, like when parents know best, every time we get there, it's the most fun ever. Most fun ever. Right. You just got to get to the point of just doing it without thinking about just enjoying it. Like I'm just doing this because I can enjoy it. Right? Don't think about that part. Just make yourself do it. And then the last one, six, acknowledge your courage for stepping out of your comfort zone. That's a big one, man. You got to step out of your comfort zone. It's kind of hard for people, but learn to do it. You will start to tell yourself, just like I told myself after every time I did something. Wow, that wasn't as bad as I thought it was going to be. Always, I haven't been in a situation where I had done something where I was scared of at first, or when I got out of my comfort zone, it haven't been not one at the end of it where I didn't tell myself, man, that wasn't as hard as I thought it was gonna be. Now, as painful as it is, depression can be become, you know, just comfortable in a in a in a, in a devil, you know, kind of way. You know, it just it comes comfortable. You just like living in that depression. I did. I got to the point where I enjoyed that. I, I enjoyed just being by myself. I enjoyed not hanging out with friends. I enjoyed not playing video games. I enjoyed not playing basketball no more. Because I was so stuck inside my head. I was so depressed. And it was killing me. Like it was giving me headaches. It made me feel ways I am. Man, I don't even, I don't want to. But I still feel them every now and then. But not that bad because I got my positive bubble. I got a great support system. I got people that just, that's around me. That make sure that I just don't stay there too long. 
and they know how to just help me in that situation. You need that type of support. I mean, support. You know, you you know what to expect. For the most part, you know the pain. You're in the pain, and you can predict that tomorrow will be more of the same. Right when you're in that pain, it's going. You you figure it will be. The idea of stepping out of this comfort zone can be quite anxiety provoking. You know, um, I know a, psych- a psychologist um, stated that if you keep doing what you always done, you're always going to get what you always gotten. Let me say that again. If you keep doing what you always done, you're always going to get what you always gotten. So just continue to just doing the same things over and over. Don't expect nothing to change. It's just insane, right? That, that's crazy. You got to kind of switch it up. Get yourself out of comfort zone. Do something different. Do something you've never done before. That's how. That's when life to me gets exciting. When I when I'm when I'm learning. When I'm doing something I never. That's why you get a new video game. That's why you go watch a new movie. This is something you ain't never watched before. There's something you never played before. Something you never did. It engages your brain again. Get out of that same routine, right? Go do something different. So if you find if you find you're able to do something even very slightly different, congratulate yourself. There's a good chance whatever your experience will come with anxiety. It will come with anxiety. I'm gonna go ahead and tell you that. Whatever new that you experience, that's what the body is protecting itself. So it will come with anxiety because anxiety accompanies, um, accompanies uncertainty. Your body want to protect you. You ain't never done it before. So your body's trying to protect you. You're doing something you ain't never done. Your body like, I don't agree with what you're doing, man. So you're going to feel that anxiety. Wanting to throw up, wanting to go to the restroom, and a bunch of other stuff. So you're going to feel that. But I promise you, if you go through it, you're going to have that. That wasn't as bad as I thought. And you're going to start building that confidence within yourself. To like, I'm going to keep trying different things. Now, so anxiety may be telling you, too, you're stepping out of the familiar routine of depression. So acknowledge your courage and try to bring such experience forward in your journey. Remember your journey. And that's what I, that's, those are the tips, man. Those are the six tips that I wanted to share with you guys. You know, set, set the bar low. Set small, specific goals, right? Set the bar low. Practice self-compassion. Recruit support. Ask for help. Envision how you'll feel after the task. Make the goal just to do something, not enjoy it particularly. And number six, acknowledge your courage for stepping out of your comfort zone. These are just steps. Like I said, this ain't no just one-all, be-all, just going to fit everybody in life. No, man. Just look at it. Listen to what I said. Replay it over. Rewind me. Listen to those things and just try to figure out what you can do. Become creative with it again. You know, do what you feel best. And now with my depression, I'm going to share a little bit and then I got to end it, guys. I know y'all want to be with me all day, but I got to end it. But with my depression, man, most of what I feel, I didn't like myself. I'm the only child. So I didn't have nobody else there. You know, my mom was going through her things as well. So we we really didn't have that that, that great communication. I didn't feel like I could share with her. With friends, I'm more, I'm more, I don't want to say fronted, but I was pretending to, you know, to do little things just to make myself Make them like me. Make them enjoy me. But when I went home, I always beat myself up. Like, I'm horrible. I'm stupid. I ain't going to never be nothing in life, man. Maybe maybe I'm just horrible. You know, maybe I'm just a horrible person. I ain't going to never do anything right. And I know I'm just saying that. You may be thinking, but I'm telling you, that was real. And with those thoughts, it wasn't just those thoughts. It was like a feeling that came. It was an aching feeling that came I felt like throwing up my stomach was twisting and bawling and and I kept feeling and I just I felt so depressed even when I was married going through all the things you know I was bouncing job to job man I wasn't horrible at these jobs I just didn't want to do them I thought something was wrong with me I thought I was horrible and I felt like I couldn't confine I couldn't tell nobody I couldn't tell my mom couldn't tell my wife you know I couldn't tell anybody else I just had to keep it in 
That's where I felt. And it was tearing me up because I'm like, I'm just worthless. I can't even find work that I can do and keep for a long time. What is wrong with me? I'm stupid. And all those things was tearing me down. Now, what happened to me is that I flipped it, right? I started telling everything that I felt. I told my wife everything. Some of the jobs that I sabotaged that I could have stayed at, right? Uh, I told her everything that was on my heart. Everything that I was going through, and I felt amazing. It started to get better. Not not immediately, guys. I don't want you to think it was immediate. It, it started to get better over time when I started doing it more and more, and I started socializing. I started doing the things that I like. It kind of helped me, and it also kind of helped me that what I could stay at a job. You know, I, I can't go to a job now and not thinking, "Where's my bigger purpose?" This job has no purpose. I don't and I don't belong here. I hate this. I, it's something more out there for me in this life. This is true, right? This is true. You can't do something on the side. Like right this, like this. I love doing this. I never stopped doing this. But I had to start, when I start communicating what made me feel bad, that's when that, you know, life started to get better for me. I started to enjoy being around my son. I started to, I had a purpose now. And that was to, you know, you know, live this life that I have moment to moment. Thanking God for everything that, that has happened in my life. Being grateful for all the experience that I have been able to experience. I had a lot of jobs, so I changed my perspective to saying, well, I got a lot of experience in different different fields. I don't worry about the resume, you know, and stuff like that. I don't worry about what people say or think about me anymore. I, I have all that going. I'm telling you, my mind is clear as it's ever been. You know, I'm not rich. I'm not in the place where, you know, I'm not in the ultimate place where I want to be. But, man, when I tell you my mind is clear and I'm, 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 I'm comfortable in my own skin, I love who I am, that is, that is so much bigger. Than anything else. Then you can start trying to add other things. Like wealth. Um, pursuing the things that you want to do. But if you're messed up mentally. It's going to be a hard thing. And like I said. It's not just all in your head. Don't I don't want you to think that I'm saying that. That's why you need a village. That's why you need people in the assistance. You need a good support system. You know. You need all those things to kind of help you get past what you're going through. Because that will help me. That's why I'm passionate about doing this because it's more than uh, chasing a dollar or, you know, chasing fame. It's more about making people realize that you're wonderful and this great this, this life that we have can be wonderful as well. And that we all are going through it, that we are going through these up and downs, that we all battling something in life and we all need help sometimes. All of us. I don't care what your financial status is. Don't care. Don't care what you achieved up to this point. What really matters is what's going on inside your head and what's inside your heart that you're probably not sharing with someone. You need to understand that it's okay to ask for help. It's okay to share sometimes. Right? It's okay. I love you guys so much and I want y'all to be happy. That's what I do this for. That's why I want to share my story. That's why I want you to share your story. That's why I do this podcast so we can talk about these things and get really deep, deep down into it and share tips and techniques and discuss this, right? And then I'm going to have, you know, where I go on my shows and we openly discuss this when I'm on stage because, like I said, I'm an impromptu speaker. I don't write nothing. I, I never write. I'm a freestyler when it comes to that, but it's from the heart. And I know everything I do is with, with a passion. I am very passionate about this. It ain't just something I'm doing for, for fun. I do it. I do enjoy it. But it's something that I feel is my calling. It's my God-given ability. And guys, that's what I wanted to share with you today. I hope y'all got great value from that. Don't give up on yourself. I promise you things will get better. 
You just have to continue just to push forward and believe in yourself. And with that, I'm in the show that I all in the show like I always do. It started off with why not me? I had to figure out what I was passionate about. Get over the things. Understand that my past is my greatest strength, not my weakness. And that I had the key to unlock myself from my mind and body prison. Once I realized that, I had to do it for you guys. I wanted you guys to figure out that your strength is relies in your past. It's not a weakness. And that you hold the key. You hold the key to unlocking yourself from your mind, body, prison. That you can live a life according to you. And you know what we want to do. It's the Why Not Us movement. And we're going to do this thing together. Thank you guys so much for watching my show today. Y'all have a wonderful day. Peace. I'll be a better man today. Thank you.